it is. A little steely day to start your Wednesday. One-way conversation. Let's go. On our way to work. That's a song I... The, I think the first time I became aware of that song was in The Sopranos when Tony is actually singing it. I don't even think they even play the song. I think he's just singing it. He might maybe be singing along with it, but very vividly in my mind, I can hear that scene and he's just singing it. I don't know if there's... I don't think it's. I don't think he's singing along to it. I think he's just walking someplace or is someplace and he's singing I could be wrong on that. But that's my first knowledge of that song. Um, and somehow, eventually I ended up hearing it. And uh, it's a good one. Steely Dan. But uh, right along the lines of the kind of music that Tony would listen to. Of course, they did a great job with Sopranos with the soundtrack. So, um, another good one from the show. Uh, Alright, yeah, it is Wednesday. Uh, look, don't let fucking Wednesday off the hook. Wednesday gets a little bit... We get a little softer on Wednesday, okay? Because everybody hates fucking Mondays. Tuesday is a shitty day. And Wednesday comes, everybody's like, halfway there. Uh, nah, nah, you're not really halfway there. And let's not fucking take it easy on Wednesday. Hump day. Nah, fuck Wednesday. Wednesday's a shitty day, too. It's just a, it's a middle of the goddamn week. It's smack in the middle of it. So whatever, like, you still have to do two more of what you just did yesterday and Monday. So you Thursday and Friday, it's just like another Monday and Tuesday, except uh, there is no Wednesday after that Tuesday. But Wednesday's the one that stands alone to me. So don't let fucking Wednesday off the hook. It's just, uh, it, it makes you feel like you've accomplished something, but you did, you're not anywhere yet. You're not anywhere towards the weekend yet. It still sucks. Don't get excited because it's fucking hump day, all right? Relax, hump day. It occurred to me this morning that uh, one of life's great mind fucks are those little eyeglass repair kits. There, there you have it. Little kit, like the tiniest case, impossible to open up. But it's like it's just, they're all different. Like some are like the the plastic with the single shitty button on it. Some are like the little tin ones that you slide off. Little tiny, you gotta have it. This little tiny tool in there, a little tiny screwdriver, little tiny attachments to it, little tiny screws. Meanwhile, you're grasp, grasping for all these things, you have to put into the tiniest hole on your glasses. You're trying to fix the very fucking thing that helps you see. So you're going in blind, basically. Like, yeah, sunglasses, sure, but if you're doing your fucking reading glasses, you're trying to fix them. How could, how could you ever fucking stand a chance? You can't fucking see without them. And then you're trying to see the smallest possible tools and the smallest possible uh, hardware. Trying to make heads or tails of them. It is an f- incredible mindfuck. changing lanes here. I told you yesterday. Sometimes there's going to be dead air because I'm driving. Um, there's some metaphor for life in that, you know? I'm sure there's a metaphor someplace. Some cartoonist can figure out. But, uh, yeah. I just think about that. It blew my mind. 
Last night was the All-Star Game. We had um, Giancarlo Stanton, our very own Giancarlo Stanton. Let's hear it. Crowd goes wild. Uh, wins the uh, MVP. American League goes on to win, 3-2. Didn't make it all the way. I saw all the scoring, so that's good. Saw the exciting stuff. Um, Dodger Stadium. I got, first of all, Dodger Stadium did a fucking shitty job. Uh, they brought Denzel Washington out at the last minute, which was great to do a tribute to uh, Jackie Robinson right before first pitch. So that was great. But prior to that, Dodger Stadium did a terrible job hosting this thing, at least for television audiences. They had two fucking people that sang the national anthem that might be the two worst national anthems I've ever heard. For one for the All-Star Game, one for Homer and Derby. They were atrocious. They were terrible singers. Now, one guy, the first guy was like a TikTok star, so... It, goes without saying, don't fucking ask a TikTok star to sing, or ask a fucking singer to sing, but the guy last night was like a great, like an Emmy winner, or a, e, no, not an Emmy winner, but a Tony winner, right, see, they go, Broadway plays, whatever, he's got some, no, he's terrible, he was really atrocious, and I really disappointed, get, get somebody out there, I mean, you're fucking Los Angeles, maybe it wasn't as bad as Fergie, at the NBA All-Star Game. But uh, these kids were terrible. Um, it really just... I don't think it was anything special at Dodger Stadium. Again, maybe it was great there. I heard good things about the stadium itself. But uh, for TV purposes, not impressed. And then, on top of that, the announcers sucked. It's John Smoltz and Joe something or other. And, like, Smoltz stinks. I don't care. Look, he's just not good. He's very boring, very dry. Um, they had the, uh, they mic'd up the pitchers. They mic'd up a bunch of players for it. And the guy, Joe, whatever, like, um, Alex, what the fuck's his name? Alex Manaw, Alex Manaw, pitcher for uh, Toronto, gets out there in the first inning. He strikes out the first batter. And the guy, Joe, whatever, he's like, it's like struck out the struck out the first batter. It's a good start. Yeah, man. The fuck kind of what kind of fucking announcer are you? Good job. Pat on the back, pal. Stating the most obvious thing is not an announcing job. Like I can fucking do that. Watching the game. You're on fucking national. You're on Fox television doing a fucking national game, and oh, you struck out the first batter. That's a good start. Come on, man. And it was like. Awkward silence. Smoltz can't fucking do anything on the fly like that. And Manaw is out there trying to strike the next guy out. Strike at the side. But uh, he's out there trying to get the next guy out. Uh, he, he actually... I think I'm getting the kid's name wrong. And I apologize. But um, he actually on... I forget who was up. But he asked for... I think it was Jeff McNeil was up of the Mets. And he asked Smoltz what he should throw to strike him out. And... Uh, he said a back foot slider, and then he hit McNeil, and <laughs> he walked him. Uh, so that was nice. Smoltz got a Met drilled. Yeah, it was just the top of the toe. Oh, the, you know what? The Mets, they've been getting hit all fucking year. And then, of course, in the All-Star game, first Met gets up, he gets hit front foot. <laughs> Naturally. So great job by fucking Smoltz to be part of that. But he's just so boring. I don't know how, like... It makes me long for the days of Joe Buck and Tim McCarver, who I fucking could not stand. Either of them. But these guys pale in comparison to the 
broadcast geniuses that came before him. My God. Really an atrocious job. Um, and then they had David Ortiz going through the going through the um, the dugout at some point in his skinny jeans. Like, just get the fuck off my TV. I don't want anything to do with David Ortiz. He's not interesting. He's not funny. He's a fucking goofball. I don't want to fucking see him anymore. I'm fucking sick and tired of David Ortiz, all right? I've had enough of him. I know it's a Yankee thing. I understand that. I know where I'm coming from, and you know where I'm coming from. But I'm fucking done with that fucking guy. I don't want to see him anymore. Please. He brings nothing. He brings nothing. He is... He is like a, a couple IQ points short of Tony Saragusa on the sidelines of Fox football games, all right? I could do without fucking David Ortiz. Thank you. That's it. So I'm dozing off last night watching the All-Star game, and it's, uh, you know, it's getting towards the end, but I'm not, I'm long past having been paying attention to it. And, a, and I'm dozing off. And a fucking framed picture, movie poster, falls off my, I have three movie posters in my uh, family room, den, I don't know what you call it. And um, two of them are held up by actual real nails. And one is held up, was, was held up by one of those fucking piece of shit sticky things that you kind of put in there like, and when you're done with it you can pull the thing down which of course makes no sense because why would it be so easy to put up there if it was going to be sturdy enough to hang on there you know for ever until you were actually done with it it shouldn't be that easy to take down if you want it to last long up there anyway so that's the one that's up there on the sticky thing and in the in the in my sleep, this thing fucking crashed. The humidity must have so, you know, softened it up, whatever. Dried it off. Thing falls down, hits the radiator, scares the fucking shit out of me, and I jump out of the chair, ready to fight. Scared, my heart is fucking racing. I was scared shitless. And then I think maybe part of it was because I had heard recently about couple in Hawaii that went away for like a week came back and found a guy living in their house okay apparently there's this I don't know why they had to make up a fucking name for this but there's this trend and when I say trend I mean this guy did it I don't know it was in the paper once so I don't know that it's an actual trend but it's called frogging but with a PH, so frogging PH, okay, and oh, who was this bumper sticker? This guy, I'm texting her ass off. I was behind that person yesterday, and was, she was very slow, and was very annoyed, or at some point, I was wondering, I, the bumper sticker is very uh, unique, I can't describe it, it's a person, I don't know, anyway, texting and driving. Do podcasts, you keep your eyes on the road, you know? Uh, fucking texting. So it's called frogging, and apparently these people, like, they lily pad it from, like, house to house and, like, and kind of sneak around and find a place to, to live in the house while the people are in the house. Now, this guy was doing that, then this couple went away, and he got comfortable there, and when they got back, 
He was at the front door. Um, he was holding it shut, wouldn't let him into their own house. They called the cops. The guy got arrested. So, this fucking lunatic was in there and was like using their computer and like taking a nude video on their computer. Um, he had these, this fucking guy had how to's. I don't know if it was up on the computer or what, but he had how to's. On, put a password on the computer, everybody. It had how to's on to uh, on how to um, like reattach a hand. It's like cutting off a hand and reattaching it. He wanted to be like a fucking Frankenstein, right? Doctor Frankenstein, I presume. Fucking maniac in their house. Now. You get you if you get you know certain people again some, somehow that fucking lady with the I got stuck behind somebody and the lady with, I'm gonna be behind her again the weird bumper sticker I saw a guy yesterday sorry to get off topic but I saw a guy yesterday with a bumper sticker that said I love my wife that was it just I heart my wife my only acceptable <laughs> well, you married her man we fucking know. Um, the only acceptable thing there's two acceptable things here one is it was like a prank like a April Fool's joke the wife did it like yeah this she's kind of a goofball that's cool alright that's funny enough annoying to him I'm sure but fine fine by me if that's what the case was and the wife threw up there as a prank type thing the other one is if he's a piece of shit um, he's like cheating on his wife and she knows it and she put that up there to fuck with him because he's a piece of shit. Uh, also acceptable. So spite, so spite and humor acceptable. Sincerity definitely not acceptable in this case. Uh, anyway, um, so I think I was on my mind last night as I got up with my fists clenched, ready to fucking throw down with some lunatic. But just imagine coming home from work. So, apparently, oh, but, uh, wait a second, I, I skipped over some of this because, I, like I said, the guy had been, like, hiding out, living there for uh, a, a couple, a few weeks before, uh, prior to this, and they didn't realize it, but there was, like, little things that um, were happening that they kind of took notice, it was kind of odd coincidences, or not coincidences, but odd occurrences that they kind of brushed off as, like, oh, it's silly me, you know? Like a light was left on, or you know, they heard something, and it was like, oh, this, it's my imagination. So, of course, last night I jump out of the chair, heart's racing. Eventually, like, I'm like, I gotta go to bed, shut everything down, go to bed. And of course, I'm, I'm just laying there, like, every sound I hear, I'm like, is that? That can't be. No, that's not. So, a little jumpy last night. But, um,. Do you have, like, a routine when you go to bed at night? And I know a lot of my listeners are drinkers. A lot of my listeners indulge in uh, in other activities. Weed. Oh, I'm still trying to find ways to dance around it, but I'm just going to fucking say it. And um, that might cause you, to, you know, to, to just pass out you know, on your own without doing, like, a nightly checkup. But even still, I mean, I have a nightly checkup. 
where I go and I check, you know, be sure doors are locked and shit like that. But I'm not checking, uh, maybe I should check the garage every night, you know? Check the garage, check the basement, just be sure that there's nobody squatting down there. Attic? I mean, I don't check the attic. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna start checking the attic. That's crazy. You're crazy to live in the attic. It's gotta be a million fucking degrees up there right now. So, if there's anybody in the attic, it's a body. It is not a live person. And I don't want to know until the winter anyway. So, um, it would be hard to get into the attic too. You're not going to squat in the attic. Unless you got a ladder from the outside. Got into that little vent up there somehow. And then replaced it with anybody noticing. And it's got their ladder up there too. You're not doing that. But, uh, definitely not, uh, definitely not thorough enough with my checks. And I have to, they're going to have to keep up on it now. Everything. Now, it's not good enough to just do check the doors. You got to go into like, you know, I'm in the dining room like once a week maybe at this point. And uh, I got to go check the dining room now. Just be sure. Like, oh, is anybody on the table here? Just be sure. Do your checks. Frogging. The next big thing. What kind of fucking moron do you have to be to be a frogger? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you in your life? Like, I don't think all the frogging people are uh, Frankensteins. Oh, and then the worst part, they had to move. They, people had to move, but uh, I forgot to mention the worst part. Or uh, not, not the worst, it's all pretty bad. But, uh, like, the kitchen was all disheveled and shit was, the bedroom was all in disarray. Like, he's in all your shit. Like, you were away for a couple days, and he's in, he is in all of your shit. That's not good. That's not cool. That's very uncomfortable. And I see, like, some of these uh, ring videos. If you have a ring, they have, like, a neighborhood watch type thing. And it is, like, ring videos of people, like, dipping into driveways. Always kids, like, testing out the, uh testing out the handle on, a, on cars in a driveway. Like, I have a ring. I feel like you have to have a little more than a ring. You have to be... If you're going to have it... It's a, Jesus, man. This guy was darting out. Fucking traffic. He almost got fucking T-boned by me. And then what? And I'm late for work. The show gets ruined. But I feel like you're not, you know, it's almost like you have to have, if you're going to have the ring and you see that kind of shit, like, what do you do if you see a person coming to your driveway one night? I'd put a fucking bear, I think I'd put a bear trap out there the next night. I want to see this guy get his fucking leg caught in a bear trap. Like, oh, whoops, I left that out. Sorry. Oh, I'd love to catch a burglar in a bear trap. That'd be incredible. Um... What, just, I'm just picturing like a Wiley Coyote uh, collection of um, bad traps to go after these people in the driveway. Just put some put some brush over a hole. But they need a hole in the driveway. Just put a yeah, dollar bill on a bear trap. You know, you can't bait them, I don't think. I don't think you can bait the burglars. That's no good. 
it's all it's all crazy. You got to defend your house, man. It's uh, it comes with the territory, you know. We all grew up watching Home Alone. We have a bit high standard to live up to. But uh, yeah, outside of a ring, you gotta have a little. You gotta have something else. Some nunchucks, maybe. A sword, an axe. You know, firearms. Firecrackers, just to scare. Them. Just like a little warning shot in the fight with a fucking M80. Let them know you're watching. They're just a ring, and you're not doing anything about it. So here, check my ring. Yeah, well, it's very passive-aggressive, the ring. Uh, the ring defense. Ooh, I got you. I caught you. Yeah, you know. Uh, you, need to have, you need to be a little more aggressive when you're defending your house. The fuck out of my driveway. You know? Gotta be a little bit of a lunatic. Gotta be like DiCaprio in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Fuck off my driveway, you fucking hippies. That's it. All right. We're here. Parked, ready to go to work. Have a great fucking day, you guys. I will talk to you tomorrow. Until then, do not take any shit from anybody.